activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast. This week, with just myself, which is an unusual one. So nothing to worry about. Sam's just unfortunately not well um, to record the podcast today. And because we do record these quite tight to when they um, get published, because we want things to be fresh, we want things to be very, very recent. Um, we just don't have time to sort out an alternate schedule. And, you know, we've got kids, we've got other things going on. So you're lucky enough to just have me in the seat today, um, which I'm very aware that I've got a bit of a scratchy throat. So I'm going to be doing a lot of talking this episode and fingers crossed all goes well and you'll be able to stick with me. It's not like this is my first time doing this. So hello, you're just with me on the Activated Authors podcast. So I'm going to work for our typical bits. What's going on? <clears throat> so in uh, Danland at the minute, I have um, a fair few things in the works. Um, some of the key key ones being that at the minute I am drafting what is going to be a free mini course for the Activated Authors community. Um, and actually, it's just going to go up on the website. So anyone that wants to download it and get involved. Um, and it's a free at the minute. I'm looking at a seven day just course you can sign up to, which is all about how to build your author confidence. So it's all about your mindset. It's all about practices, disciplines, things that you can do to help you feel more confident going forward as an author, um, because I know that self-doubt and imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff really, really does strike down some talented writers. So um, I kind of want to help where I can with that. Uh, and that'll be going up. And I haven't got a timescale for that yet. I think probably looking at, you know, early, early next year, it's all very much in progress at the minute. Um, so that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun diving into that, because as you guys probably know, I'm, I'm quite um, big on the, the mindset and the sort of psychology side of things. So this should uh, hopefully be a very, very good one. Um, on top of that, I'm also doing some work in the background on the big, big course. Um, not much more to say on that other than it's in progress and things are happening and stuff is being made and stuff is moving, rotating, working on all the gears. So, uh, yeah, once I've got more info on that, I'll be giving you more info. And then the main final thing that I've been working on this week is um, since it would have been Friday last week and it's Thursday, the 1st of December as of recording, I have started a new book. Um, it is a horror novella I'm writing. And alongside writing it, I thought it would be fun to live vlog everything that I do with it. So with each time I come to the desk and do a writing session, I've been basically just talking through what my process is, where my mindset is at, how I go through the book, um, how I'm working on character, world, plot, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I really, at the minute, the last sort of week has been just a lot of research and a lot of, because I've, I've had the idea since... I want to say sort of April, May of this year for what this book is going to be, or at least the seed of what it might be. Um, I got a cover commission for it about three, four months ago, just to start looking at branding of, of the project and, and going forward. Um, and so within these sort of vlogs, I've been going into where that's come from, my research process, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, I give like a bit of an intro at the start of that session. I then sort of will show bits and sort of highlight as I go through. And then I do a bit of a recap at the end. Um, I haven't yet put those out anywhere yet. I'm kind of just collecting this data source of things that I've been doing. Um, and I'll be looking at ways that I'll probably put those up because one, one thing that I found very, very interesting is that originally I was like, I'm going to show people 
how I write a book. And I'm not saying that, you know, my process is special in any way, but I just thought it would be interesting for people to get sort of a behind the curtains look at literally every screen I'm looking at, every new document I make, every image, everything. Um, and then it's very, very quickly become apparent that I might have to make two versions of these diaries. One, which is a bit more um, just a general overview of roughly what I've done. And also one which is more specific for a horror audience, because I, I'm looking at certain material that some people might be sensitive to. There'll be trigger warnings and things um, because it's a horror. And obviously, you know, not everyone's built for looking <laughs> into what goes on behind a horror book. So I'm trying to see how I manage that and how i can cut it and make it also you can still see the story process if that's your thing um or otherwise if you can you know if you're really interested in the horror stuff just like diving in and seeing everything that's going on um and the only other thing really is for people watching on youtube just i'll put a shout out there but got a new tattoo that happened this week so that's in healing and and happening um but that was uh something that i really wanted to get done just to kind of like mark the end of my ghost writing term and just to you know move forward and move on so very happy with that designed by our very own sam frost so although she's obviously not on the call thank you sam um takeaway so the big takeaway for this week and yes i'm going to stop doing foods maybe just for this episode maybe whilst <laughs> sam's not here um my my big takeaway has come actually from diving into this book that um i've been writing and it's a reminder of something that an old english tutor although she would always say she's not a tutor she's a facilitator at college when I was sort of around 17 said to me that um every now and then you'll get these phrases that people say to you that you know it's important but you're not sure why it's important and over the years this has just proven itself time and time again which is um the more you research into something the more interesting it becomes so at college obviously there'd be certain subjects that we weren't massively interested in but we had to do because of the curriculum but if you actually read around the subjects if you actually use and let your curiosity free to ask questions to think of more to really sort of go well how does this dot connect to that where does that and sort of make these connections things become really interesting and that's really happened with um this book that i'm writing at the minute because again i've had the idea in my head for about nine months and i've not done a lot with it and now that i'm in the process of going through and outlining and, and plotting and doing all the bits as much as i do do um it's it's really really interesting and lots of things are coming out that i just did not see coming and the characters are beginning to build in sort of clarity. The world is coloring itself in. There's some cool intricacies like folklore, different bits I'm throwing in there that I'm just I'm just really enjoying. So again, it's that reminder of like the deeper you dive into something, the more interesting it becomes. Our win from the community for this week is basically just everyone who took part in this year's NaNoWriMo through the 50K writing camp that we ran for Activated Authors. Um, we had a host of authors jumping in, trying to get the words down. We had our typical word tracker, people, you know, trying to get their totals up. I ran challenges all through the month, rewarded people for the different things they do, both individual challenges and group challenges. And this last week has just been, it's just been a delight to watch. It's just been, it's been special. Um, and we, so to kind of give context of um, what was going on, we had about, I think, 200,000 words written in the first week, collectively as a group. And in this final week, we had close to sort of 360,000, I think it is off the top of my head. So even though a lot of people had already finished their 50,000 words by the beginning of the th end of the second, beginning of the third week, most of the people started crossing that finish line. This last week, just people have been smashing the totals, getting the words down. Um, massive shout out, which I'm putting everywhere to our very own Emmy from the community who wrote 150,000 words of her five different books that she's working on and just buoyed everyone along and just helped him reach back a hand and <clears throat> ran sprints and, and made it so that 
everyone else could get their words in. And we we had like a few people right at the end that managed to clinch it. Um, and I'm just I'm just very proud of the efforts that everyone made. There are a couple of people that didn't quite make it. Of course, that's going to happen. Um, but they're a hell of a lot further along than they were originally or they thought that they could be. And so that really is why I run these camps, because once an author can see what they're capable of, you really see that switch flip in their mind and they just they just run like a hound after a rabbit. And it is it is wonderful to see. Um, so, yeah, we once again had over an 80% success rate on a challenge that conventionally gets 15% and it's top every year um, percentage of people who actually accomplish it. So I am, you know, to say this is the third year in the row that I've done this, like I'm yeah, very, very happy with that. Um, and I am looking into the possibility of running a few more of these next year rather than just the one a year, just to see if that helps people. Uh, so watch this space. If you're interested in just getting on the waiting list, then that's over at activatedauthors.com forward slash 50K. And you can just literally sign up to a mailing list there where I won't send you anything else other than information about these writing camps. So if that tickles your fancy, get involved. And now <clears throat> I'm going to take a quick sip of water. Beautiful. Okay. So into the question for this week. Um, as you can kind of tell, and I think we, we mentioned this when we started doing this sort of question format, is we really want to try and cover the grounds for a lot of the basic concepts of writing of publishing for people that might be new to this podcast, but also so that we've got this sort of bank of, of content that when uh, authors jump on and they find this podcast, they might be earlier in the journey, want to find this stuff out. So um, the question that we've got today is how do you publish an ebook online? And the reason that I wanted to put this question forward is because I think particularly from my perspective and people who have been in the author space a while, like this seems like quite an obvious one, but there's a lot of people who aren't within this bubble of publishing that don't know just how easy it is to get a book online. And that's the simplicity of it. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a double-edged sword. You have on the one side, obviously it's very, very easy to put up a poor book that someone hasn't thought about. And for, you know, people to download books with typos, it just doesn't look like a book that covers off or all that kind of stuff. Um, but on the other side of that, it's also, excuse me, I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> on the other side of that, there's also it's also incredibly easy to put up a very, very professional looking book. The Kindle itself launched, uh, I believe it was around the 2007 mark and kind of just reshaped the entire way that you can buy books and read books online. And from the Kindle in 2007 came Kindle's Direct Publishing, which is their platform where you can publish ebooks, KDP. Um, and from that, it just it just became a very, very easy platform to use. And I remember it would have been 2014 when I published my first book, which I don't often talk about or count because it's just a stage play that I I, I just wanted to play around with the, the publishing thing. I didn't know what I was doing. I had like I just wanted to see if I could make a book. Um <clears throat> And so I I put that book up in 2014 and it took a long while to try and research how to do this. But that was, you know, eight years ago now. And things have come on so far that it's never been easier to make this happen. And again, to make a really professional, good looking book. And so I just kind of want to go through some of the different methods that people can use to publish an ebook. Like we can maybe swap ebook for story online. Um and I want to start with blogs because there is still an audience for blogs in today's world. If you can draw people over to your website, if you can put things up online, um, there are people out there at the minute that are chapter by chapter posting up on their blog a story. And <clears throat> depending how you've got your website built, 
excuse me, my, my throat is getting really tickly. Um, depending on how your website is built, you know, whether you've got sort of mailing lists on there to give people updates, how your kind of funnels work with getting people from your website into your sort of email newsletter list, how you keep in contact, whatever that looks like. Um, you still can post blogs and write your book online chapter by chapter, get comments, get feedback. And that really is one of the the easiest, simplest ways to just be in control of the story that you're publishing and where you put it out. So you can easily just, you know, start a WordPress, start um, a Wix.com website, a Squarespace.com website, find your blogging platform of choice. Um, some you don't even have to build a website. They are built for blogging. So um, websites like Medium, uh, medium.com. And <clears throat> it used to be, I think, Blogster or Blogger. This was, again, years back. I'm not sure if they're still running. Um, but if you have an idea for a story and you just want to start putting stuff online, then play with that. In my very, very early days of of writing and trying to see what I could do, I, I started my own website. Um, it was just danielwilcox.com and that's it has remained. But it was a very, very uh, raw iteration of what it's now become. And I used to post poems on there, just short stories, little blogs and tidbits just to work the muscle and just to put content out there. And I don't really have a whole load of ideas about what I was doing with it but it just felt good to be putting something out there and not having to worry about you know agents or um, anthologies to confirm me and all that kind of stuff sometimes you just want those quick wins when you're beginning just to say like I've written a thing put it out there here it is and see how it goes um I even very very early on used Facebook notes like Facebook had has changed a lot the last few years a feature where you could put up almost mini blog posts on Facebook. And I, I put a couple on there just about random things just to <clears throat> get my work up. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely an audience for it. And there are a few authors that I'm aware of. Um, their names slip my mind. I'll have to try and dig that out so I can make a quick note of that. Cause that'll be a useful one to have. Um, da, 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 da. There we go. I'll look that up and put that in the show notes, but there are authors who do write, you know, serialized fiction or just full novels on their website and that is their main way of advertising to their audience. And they do like daily episodes. Um, there are people who put an episode up and then the next day it's gone. So that it kind of forces the reader to make sure that they're coming back each day. Otherwise they'll miss that part of the story. And then at the end of that story, they'll package everything they've got, put it in a book and put it up for sale. So that way you can build an audience. You can potentially build some income while you're writing your story. And then when you actually have it finalized and packaged up, put it out onto whatever store, you can also then make extra money. So um, yeah, there's a lot of cool tactics, which we we'll probably dive into a bit deeper in another episode. Um, but blogs is is one way. On the vein of blogs um, and sort of posting just online in general, places like Wattpad.com um, and well, let's, let's stick with Wattpad for now. So Wattpad, uh, again, I, I used this about seven or eight years ago. It was where I really started posting my fiction to begin with. For the first few months, it was where Sins of Smoke, my first novella, was originally posted. And it's basically a social media platform for readers to connect with writers. So you put up a chapter at a time. People can vote, uh, upvote, downvote, put comments, follow stories, um, ask for more direct, um, direct, communicate directly with authors so that you can you know, shape these books as a bit of a community. Like back when I was, what I was doing it, um, it was quite hard to get discovered and to get new readers. And I think just around that point, they were starting to put in funding so that the stories that do very, very well on that platform, they would provide bursaries and grants and actually publish those books. And it's now been a case of like quite a few big authors have come from Wattpad and now have big publishing deals. So Wattpad is, it's a legitimate choice. It's, you know, it's a way that you can go get your story out there, put something up and um, 
start putting your your voice out into the world which is really what you want to start doing when you're writing and there's really no friction resistance or gatekeepers you just make an account you jump on post your story um it helps this is a, a big point it massively helps to be a part of the community as well so if you plan on posting a story and then just leaving and not interacting you're probably not going to do as well as some other people but if you comment on other people's stories read other people's stories connect with other writers that's when you'll really start to see your numbers grow and the more work you put out on there you build a reputation and that's you know it's like it's pretty much like across the board that's how you get noticed and build this kind of um business so Wattpad, another very very legitimate choice um and again it's serialized so you can write a chapter at a time which leads me into uh, another pretty new option at the minute <laughs> considering it's still pretty much only available in in um <laughs> in america at the time of recording although it looks like they're beginning to consider opening up the platform for people in other countries because to be honest i'm in the uk and i quite want to get my hands on this to, to give it a go um it's kindle vela so it's again amazon and uh it basically takes a lot of the principles of things like wattpad to put serialized fiction out to the masses so <clears throat> from again i've not been able to look into this deeply because i don't have access to it but i I listen to a lot about it. I've read a lot about it. Um, but the idea is that you put up a story, a chapter at a time, and then people will use coins that they get through the Amazon system to buy your story, to chip away, to subscribe, to read, to follow you. Um, there's a whole like chart system and gamification system on how discoverability is done through that. But if you want to just get your story up and start playing around and trying to reach some readers and getting some feedback because the readers can comment on each episode then it's a great way to start. And I actually, I actually, a, a lot of people wonder if this kind of um, process can be detrimental to their writing, putting out what is arguably rawer work, because when you put out a novel, like it's finished. Um, you've worked each chapter, it's all edited, and here's a completed story that you've, you've done, you've put out onto the market. Whereas with these sort of services, you're very much, um, although still focused on editing, still focused on getting these episodes as best as they can be, if you're writing... And you don't have to do this. You could write the whole book and then publish chapter by chapter. But if you're publishing chapter by chapter, which I have done before, um, people think that can be quite detrimental to the process and to your reputation as a writer. But like, I'd honestly argue that it's probably one of the best ways to create a stronger story, because if you've got readers going along and telling you what they love and what they don't, then you're getting instant feedback that is only going to make that story stronger. So jump in, put some work up there. And you know, if you do get a negative review or someone saying something negative, um if it's one person you know take it with a pinch of salt if it's a lot of people use that criticism to write something better and really harness and embrace the power of what that live interaction between reader and writer can do for you um so yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna be when when bella's available in the uk it's something that i've got plans and ideas to play with even on current works because again i can post up chapter by chapter use the platform almost like a bit of a beta service and then publish a book later on when it's all completed and I'll take it off the platform. So Kindle Vela, that's another very, very valid option. And then something else I've seen from some of the people that have joined the community over the years um, is writing fan fiction. So if you are a geek about, I don't know, Star Wars or Rick and Morty or My Little Pony or whatever it is, and you want to write some stories in that world, then there are literally thousands of forums online where you can just jump on submit a short story built in that world write the characters how you want to write them play around with the setting all that kind of stuff um and fan fiction can just be a really fun way to not only learn the craft but because you're playing with other people's characters you you start to then get a bit more of the behind the scenes of how character is built 
you're not starting from this ground zero where you don't know what to do or how to build that character up you're already using established properties and then you know again with that live feedback from people in those groups because you know if you're in fan fiction then the people reading it are going to be fans and they will tell you what they like and what they don't like um again another really legitimate easy way to get your book get some stories out there and just get some you know power under your belt but then that brings us into the big big players if we're talking about you know publishing we're talking about becoming authors we're talking about you know getting physical sort of big 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 books into people's hands um again like just to go back to what i said at the beginning of this like it's incredibly easy to do it really is um it's easy to get a book up it's a bit more difficult to do it well and it's quite hard to do it successfully i think it's a caveat there so <clears throat> putting a book up is as simple as going onto a platform like kdp.amazon.com um and again we'll put all the resources for this in the bottom um sam don't worry i'll put the resources on there for you um and uploading your book you click you create an account you click create book and then you go through the process it outlines everything for you how to do it to get your book onto the store that at its basis is easy you have three different categories of information that you need when you click create a book one is your book's content which is more sort of like your description your title your author name keywords categories you have a second section which is all about um the actual file so uploading your word document if that's the way you've gone but preferably an epub um epub file that you get from formatters uh your book cover even has its own cover creator if you have no idea how to make a book cover although caveat that if you're looking at trying to sell books and do well don't use a cover creator because they are very very basic um and then the third page is sort out your pricing and your distribution how much you're going to sell it for where are you going to sell it click on publish and within amazon says 72 hours it normally takes me about 12 hours um click publish and your book is online your book is on amazon it's a searchable page you can type your name in you can type your book title in and the book will show up you will have a full page that is yours that you've created um it's it's that dangerously simple <laughs> and the reason i say dangerous is in, in case you haven't kind of um guessed the, the thread of this is it's very easy to get a book up it's more difficult to get a successful book online so although it's super easy there are obviously lots of steps you have to pay attention to so we'll we'll go over these in different episodes we've covered some of this before but like make sure you've got a good book cover make sure you've got an amazing strong story make sure that you know your keywords make sure you know your categories make sure you've got your book formatted properly there's a lot of different things that you need to do to make a book look like a book and some of you might be wondering like well why does it need to look like a book like I never look at the copyright page I never look at the epigraph page I just go straight to the story the reason it needs to look like a great book is because if it doesn't your reader will know they won't know why they know they won't know why they know that something is wrong but they'll know and it will lessen the reader experience for them if you have a book where there's massive gaps between chapters and, and paragraph breaks and you've got like all the words just shifted to the left and they bleed into the page and this can even happen on a digital copy like you still have to format it properly um then the reader's just not going to enjoy that experience and that book isn't going to sell so again we'll go over this a lot more in some future episodes but for now like just be aware that it's super super simple get your book up on there but there are extra things you want to do um i will take a second to plug my book the self-publishing blueprint literally the reason i wrote that book is to take people through all of those intricate steps from market research when you start your book to then writing the book to then you know how to publish it and, and go down your own merry way if you choose to self-publish um 
but yeah so swinging that back uh amazon one of the the top key players absolutely like if you're if you're selling books online you want to be on amazon just without a doubt um but then there are other stores as well so some of the main ones that i tend to use are um kobo kobo writing life um that is uh that's in stories to the nook devices and is very very big in english-speaking countries like canada um i believe if i remember rightly over in india they've got quite a, a growing um english-speaking audience there so although we see amazon a lot or I, I presume if you're listening to this from the uk or america um you will see amazon a lot but that's not the only place where people get their books and we we want to be careful not to be stuck in that bubble so um kobo kobo writing life is a great way again same as with Amazon, you put your book up on there, you upload the different things, you, you put in all the information, click publish, bam, your book is online just a couple of days later. Uh, Google Books is another good option. That's a growing market of people who are you know, reading books on their Google Android devices. So if you can be on there, then why not put yourself on there? Um, and then to get on a lot of different other places. So for example, you can get your book on places like Barnes & Noble and on Scribd, or Scribd, however you want to say it, uh, as well as like a whole host of other sites you can use what they call aggregators so an aggregator is basically you publish your book through one platform and it will then distribute it to a whole host of other platforms for you so you only have to upload once and then it just goes to all of these different places um, and it will tell you where your book is um and there are services that you can use for this that also put into places like libraries um and so <clears throat> the main ones that i use well the main one i use is a uh, draft to digital um which is very very you probably heard that name around if you've been in this space for a little while and if you've been doing your research um draft to digital is a, a pretty big one for aggregation and then you can also use smashwords for any of the last um platforms that you're not quite on so yeah that is honestly how you how you publish a book online it's it's that easy and i'll, I'll keep saying that because when you think about what it used to be to get your book published, if you go pre-2007 and the months, years that you have to wait to hear back from publishers, and then you've got like three, four year schedules to wait for your book to go out like anywhere. Um, we are ridiculously blessed to live in a time in which you can just, there's no barrier to entry. If I want to put a book up for free and have it sell, I can. <laughs> it's just that simple um or you can invest more money make it look more professional which i highly advise that you do um although not everyone has that luxury depending on what stage you're at like my first books were very very minimal budget sort of 50 to 100 quid for the whole process um obviously now that's grown now that i'm sort of doing more um with my business but that's how you get a book online um one thing that i should probably add at this point although i'm not going to go into this hugely because this is a whole episode in itself is you can get your books on every platform, but you might not necessarily want to, depending on how you want to sell them. So just to very, very, very quickly give an overview of what I mean. Um, if you've not heard of an argument or a debate in the writing community of um, exclusive versus wide, this is kind of a summation of what that means. Um, and you basically have two options when it comes to publishing. One is be exclusively through Amazon. And so what that means is that when you upload your book, you can enroll in what they call KDP Select. And that puts your book into this program for three months at a time. If you're in KDP Select, you then um, your book is then accessible to anyone who has a Kindle Unlimited license. So uh, I think it's, how much is it now? $7.99, $8.99 in the UK anyway a month to be on Kindle Unlimited. And then with a Kindle Unlimited membership, I can download as many books as I want as, as long as they're in KU. If you choose to go down that route, 
Amazon does a lot of extra work for you. Like, you know, you're obviously within this pool of books that people can download for free. That's very appealing to people. You get paid via um, the pages that get turned from readers going through your book. And there's a pool for how that all works. Um, again, much, much more detail later. Um, but suffice to say that you can do that. There are some extra benefits. You can market your book. And, you know, if it's your first book and you want to keep it simple and see what's going on, KU can be very, very good for you. KDP Select can be very, very good for you. And, and so it's worth considering going exclusive. And also certain genres sell very, very well exclusive versus going wide. Wide means that you don't tick that box and Amazon then doesn't restrict you from posting your book in anywhere else, any anywhere else across the world that you want to. So um, you can go wide with your books. And that basically means that, you know, you've got more license to put your books in other countries. You can kind of be a bit more, um, uh, not selective, you can, be, you can go a bit uh, wider with that range of where your book goes. Um I was going to add something. What was it? Oh, and also it diversifies your income streams because if you go exclusive of Amazon, bear in mind that you're going to have one income stream. Amazon are going to be the people that pay you. If they change how they charge uh, their customers, if they change how they pay you, that affects everything about your business. If you're wide and you're on six or seven or eight different platforms, then if one cuts off, you still got the others to play with. So we'll go into this whole host deep because this is a whole argument in itself but um it's worth being aware when it comes to publishing your ebook um and to get out of kdp select once you've run your three months uh as long as you've tick unticked that box before you roll into the next three months you're good to go you're not it's not like a seven-year deal or anything it's just three months at a time so sometimes it's worth playing with it to see what you can do and then you can jump out and experiment which is one of the great things about being indie so that really is how easy it can be to publish a book as i say we'll probably deeper dive into some of this in future episodes but for now, that's kind of all you need to publish a book. So um, I guess we'll we'll pretty much leave it there. So just as always from us, we have our 30-day free trial of the Activated Authors community. So if you want to jump in, get to know me and Sam better, get access to all of our cool resources, jump on live writing sprints with us, um, and just literally ask the questions you want to ask, then head on over to activatedauthors.com and find out all the information over there. And I will say a massive thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And as always, if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out everything we've got going on. See you next week. Activate your energy.